Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. Well, tonight I want to talk to you very brief on something that I think will bless a whole lot of us, many of us that have been in certain places in life. I think this is going to help us. I think it's going to be a blessing to us as we share this on this evening and share it on tonight. I want to talk to you and encourage you to let you know that rejection could be the best thing that ever happened to us. Now, I know when you hear that uh, from the, the, uh, the heartache that you suffered, from the heartbreak you suffered, from the things that went on, you probably saying to yourself, it is no way that I can agree with you on that tonight. There's no way I can agree with you on that today. That rejection could have been the best thing that ever happened to us. I'm going to say it again, and I'm not going to be apologetic for it. I'm going to say it with authority. Rejection could be the best thing that ever happened to us. And I know many of us have been rejected and, uh, you know, no one likes to be rejected, period. Uh, you know, from from children to adults to even those that are older, no one likes to be rejected. No one likes to feel rejected. No one likes to be uh, rejected when you go to buy a car. No one likes to be rejected when you go to buy a house. No one likes to be rejected when you go when you apply for a position. When you apply for something or when something comes up and at work and, and you apply for it, put your name in and you don't get the position, you don't get the job. No one likes to be rejected. Rejection does not feel good. I'll be the first to admit it. Rejection does not feel good. No one likes to be rejected for any reason. And I know there are some people who may, you know, play it off. But all of us have been there when we've been rejected. We've been turned down. We've been looked at funny. Uh, we, you know, things happened to us and it just didn't feel good. Sometimes you had to deal with it, but it didn't feel good. You had to deal with it for days or you had to deal with it for months or weeks. And sometimes it took you out of your, your normal routine of life. It made you feel certain kind of ways. And sometimes you even shit yourself off. And God bless you, uh, Bishop Bryan, one of our general board members. Uh, it made you feel some kind of way, and you felt to yourself, you know, I've been, I, I've been rejected, and 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 you couldn't explain to people how you felt in being rejected. And so I admit that no one likes being rejected for any reason in any area of your life. It's it's just something. You don't like. You don't get used to it. Children don't get used to it. Adults don't get used to it. No one gets to it. Used to it. You still go through life, but you don't get used to it. But let me share with you a couple of things tonight, and I promise not to be long. But let me let me share this with you. Sometimes rejection is the best thing that could have happened to us. Why? Well, number one is no one likes being rejected. Number two is it helps us not to hold up our lives. Because sometimes it is a release when we are rejected and we don't hold up our lives in that area any longer. And, and we have to deal with this in the reality of it. Some of us, and I always say this, and uh, I say this concerning the church 
and concerning the workplace or wherever, sometimes people can hold up your life and uh, put your life on pause with the with a promise. <laughs> I mean, with a promise, they can put your life on pause and promise you something, and your life you you holding up your life, waiting on them to give you something that they may never give you, they may never recommend you for. And so you become stagnated. You become where you don't do things because you're waiting on something to happen. And you didn't even know that they basically have rejected you. But once you come to the reality that I've been rejected and that's not going to be it, then it frees you that you don't hold up your life and you stay in that place. It frees you to do what needs to be done. It helps us. I I don't know about you. But when I figure things out, and I'm, I'm 61 now, when I figure things out that I've been rejected on some things, or I'm not to be a part of something, whether it's people don't want me to be a part of whatever, once I figure that out, I move on to whatever else I know I'm supposed to be doing, and I don't let that be a rejection. I don't take it as defeat. I just say to myself, I can't let my life be on hold and everything I possess and have the knowledge of be on hold because somebody has rejected me. And you have to understand that. Um, and I'm moving through these real quick tonight. Uh, if you, it, it could be the best thing that happened to us because if you are rejected, it could be an open door for something better. And I know we don't, we don't usually see stuff like that. We think if I've been rejected, that this is the end of the world. There's nothing else I'm going to get. I I don't have anything else coming, but it's not true. And I'm telling you tonight, don't let that be the final word in your life. If you are rejected, it could be an open door for something better. Something else is down the line that could be better than what you thought you wanted. And and sometimes I, I love God because God sometimes, he does not always give us what we want. And sometimes God uses rejection for us not to be held up where we were and what we thought we wanted because he's got a greater open door down the street and he's got a greater open door down the way. And because we uh, we don't see it that way, we go into our shell. We go into a place that we don't function. We stop participating. We stop doing things for the mere fact that uh, we we just feel ourselves, you know, uh, that they rejected me. It could be a blessing. Could be God helping you because he's got another door open for you that may be greater or better than where you're standing right now. Now, I know some people find that hard to believe. How can anything be greater than this? <laughs> The reason things could be greater than this is because God is God and God has something that he could give us greater. And we have to understand greater things sometimes are in store, but we are the ones that are locked in to what we think we want. And therefore we don't wait for God and say, God has something greater. That's my attitude in life today. God, if if you didn't give me that, it must be something else down the line that's better or greater or something that you want for me to do. So again, if you are rejected, it could be an open door. That rejection 
could be a key to an open door for something better. Don't always think of rejection as negative. It could be a key to an open door. It could be a key. And I need, I need y'all to get this tonight. It could be a key to an open door and something better. I know you find that hard to believe, but it could be. Could be a key to something better. Number four, let me rush on through here. Rejection, and I need you to get this. <laughs> Thank you, Bishop. I need you to get this. Rejection will birth something in you. Rejection birth is, is like when you're rejected in some things, some people, instead of taking it as a negative, they take it as something and something is birth in them to do great things. You hear many stories of people that were rejected in one area and they went on to do something else. You can look at people on these uh, singing contests where they they didn't get to be uh, the finalist. They didn't get to be the American Idol. They didn't get to be uh, the one on, on The Voice. They didn't get but they went on for better things. Because something, it opened a, a greater door for them, then something was birthed in them. You see, sometimes God has allowed rejection to let what is birthed in us come out. Because sometimes we don't get it. I mean, we, we don't get it. We, we just think this is it and this is the ultimate. We, there's nothing else. And God has said, no, no, no. I've got something greater for you even if you feel you're re rejected. Now, I've been doing social media for, for a minute, a long time. And let me let me say, when I was, and I know people hate for me to say this, but I, I have to be honest. When I was, was the president of, in my denomination of evangelism, when I was no longer president, uh, I, I, I didn't participate, not because I didn't want to, but at that time, I was not called on to participate in anything. And so what you see me doing tonight is something that was birth because of that, because I knew I had something else in me. And so this was birth and came out of me. And I start doing a check in Mondays. I start doing everything online. And now uh, I, I built up an audience, a following that's not just local, but it's global in scope. Because something was birthed in me to do it. I never forget a friend of mine called and uh, said to me, and he's not a, he wasn't a prophet. He just called. He said, I, I need you to do something. I said, what is that? He said, I need you to get in front of that camera and, and do what you know to do. Do what you, what, what was birthed in you, what your uncle taught you. Do what you did. And this is why I do this today is because it was birthed in me because I felt somewhat of rejection. Now, I'm not, that's not an indictment. I'm just saying you how I felt. Don't mean that was true or the case, but that's how I felt at the time. And so this was birthed. And so sometime rejection will birth something in you and then you, it, it'll manifest and it will come out. Are you listening at me? It will manifest and then it will come out. And so this is how we have to look at rejection. Don't look at it in the negative sense. Just say, you know, I felt something. And sometimes God has to push us because we've been waiting on others to give us something. 
And God is saying, I've already put it in you. I just need you to let it be manifested. I need you to let it come out. All right. Number five, I'm moving quick. It does not feel good to be rejected, but in the long haul, it can turn into something great for us. Let me let me back that up with scripture, because I don't want y'all to think I'm just on here running my mouth and talking. But let's look at, at uh, a very familiar scripture. I know we preach it. I don't know if we believe it. I do know we preach it, though. And that's in Romans chapter eight and verse 28. We preach this a lot. And it's a it's one of those scriptures that when you when you hear it, it's a shouting scripture. You know, we throw that in when we want folk to get excited. But I, I think we got to start taking the scripture and really believing what we say. And in Romans chapter eight and verse 28, he says, and we know, listen at this, that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose which means God could be using rejection for the long haul to bring something greater into our lives. And we don't have to be mad with anybody. We don't have to be angry with anybody. We don't have to blast them and all that stuff. It could be God is working all things together for good to them that love him and to them that are called according to his purpose. He could be using us for something and using rejection to bring us to the place that he's getting ready to do something great. And, and I know it don't feel good and we don't see it. I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, rejection does not feel good on no level. No level does it feel good. I mean, it, it'll give you sleepless nights. It'll get you going through. It just don't feel good. But guess what? If we believe the scripture then we have to say we know all things work together for the good. I don't see how it's going to work together, but it, it, I, I just figure it's going to work together for the good. I don't know how those cakes that my wife baked taste so good and, and she puts and mixed those ingredients in. But when she get through baking the cake, uh, it's, it's, it's a good cake. That, 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 uh, that, that uh, cream cheese pound cake, uh, just put some ice cream with it and oh my God. And so sometimes when we get through with the rejections that we received, sometimes it works out. And I, I could give you many stories of things that I was rejected on. I never forget. And I've had many cars. I've, I've owned many cars in my life, but I never forget that I was uh, trying to get a car. I was trying to get a Mercedes. This was years ago. I wasn't pastoring then. I was trying to get a Mercedes and uh, my sister, uh, Dwyer took me out. The, the place was way out. And I went out there and, and the people had approved me. They said, and, and the guy told me, said, we're getting your car together. We're getting it together. We are uh, getting it together. They were cleaning it up. And I was sitting there and he said, we're going to sign the paperwork. And I've been sitting there about 30 minutes. And then he came in and said, well, uh, we, we got everything, but we need something. And then they looked, they came back. He said, there's, there's one thing on the paperwork that we need that we don't see. And we're not going to be able to do the deal. And so the guy said, I, I know this don't feel good, but what I'll do is I'll take you back to wherever you need to go. <laughs> I was crushed. I just got rejected 
for buying the car. And 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 went all the way out there because they told me I was approved. I was hurt. I was devastated. I was so hurt. Oh my God. I, I can't explain to you how hurt I was. And so uh when I got home, I was just pouting and stuff. And I never forget, and I've told shared this with many of you before. I never forget I, I went to uh I think I called Mother Louise Patterson. I was talking to Bishop. And Mother Passing, uh, and so I was talking to Mother Passing, I told her what had happened, and I was sounding so down about it, and I never forget her saying, boy, stop all that. And that sort of startled me because I'm looking for sympathy, not for no stop all that. I, I need you to feel my pain, feel my rejection. She said, stop all that. I said, all right. She said, God could be saving you from something. And he did. Because I was I, I was depending on uh, during that time I was full time evangelist. I was depending on doing revivals and paying that note on that car. And one of our musicians got killed in the, uh, a plane crash. And that threw everything off as far as my schedule was concerned, because I was the assistant pastor at the church. And so that threw everything off. And God saved me. Now, I've owned many, many cars after that, but God saved me for something. I remember when the, the late Bishop Owens said, I'm going to appoint you to the youth department in uh, uh, central Georgia. And then they end up having a vote. And I didn't get the vote. Uh, another uh, uh, brother got the vote. And uh, I just felt bad. I, I felt like, you know, another rejection, another letdown. And then it was maybe a month later. Uh, I was appointed. Bishop Owens came in and said, I need a president for evangelism. Uh, can you take it? I said, well, let me think about it. As soon as he got up, he said, I got a new appointment and he appointed me. And I ended up serving in that position and then end up being the international president. Think about that. I, they was going to put me in the youth department. I ended up being the president of evangelism and ended up being the president nationally. So rejection is not always bad. And you got to know that. Let me hurry on. Time wasted. This is number six. Time wasted over rejection is a hindrance to the bigger plan of your life. If you're wasting time over rejection, it is a hindrance to the bigger plan of your life. Let me read these and I'm going to get out your way. But uh, let's look at Genesis. Joseph didn't waste a lot of time over his rejection of his brethren because God had a bigger plan for him that he didn't even see. When God gave him those dreams, those dreams were really not about his father and his brethren bowing. God was showing him something even greater, and he maybe and possibly did not understand. So in Genesis, uh, there, chapter 37, when he was rejected in verse 23, the Bible says that it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren, they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into the pit, and the pit was empty and there was no water. So he was rejected of his brethren. Then he went down into Potiphar's house after they sold him. And you know the story what happened uh, there with uh, the, the wife. And everything. So he went through all of that, all of this that's, that's going through and being done. And it, most of us, and we really look at it, we would have really been in depression and taken all of that as a negative in our lives. 
we would have taken it as a negative. But now notice that he didn't waste time. And then God was showing him, I got greater things for you. Well, what were the greater things? Let's look at it and you, you'll see it. And I'm done in Genesis chapter 50. The greater things was when he understood that the rejection was good. And it happened to be a blessing. It wasn't negative like I thought. Me being in, being put in the pit. First of all, my coat being stripped, being put in the pit. Me being uh, taken and and accused. Then me uh, be, being put in the prison. All that stuff. It worked out for the good because I end up in charge of a whole lot of stuff. And finally, when his father and brethren got down there, it's in chapter 50, verse number 20, that we hear this. He says, matter of fact, let's look at verse uh, 19. And Joseph said unto them, fear not, for I am in the place of God. Don't fear, because I'm in the place of God. I want you to hear that because sometimes we, we need to look at that and understand that rejection could be the place of God. It's real quiet tonight. I said rejection could be the place of God. He says, you have to fear I'm in the place of God and listen at what he says. But as for you, you thought evil against me. You rejecting me, treating me indifferent. You rejecting me, casting me out of your company. You rejecting me, not being honest with my father. You rejecting me. You, you, you thought evil against me. You thought it was hurting me. You thought you were drowning me. You, you thought I was coming to my demise because of your rejection and how you did it and what you did. But notice what he says, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass. <laughs> it's all in God's plan. The, God's plan is always bigger than all of us. He said to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. He says, God had a plan that was way past the rejection. And had not I been rejected, I'd have still been where I was. And so he goes on to say, now, therefore, fear ye not. I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. Sometimes even after we've been rejected, we got to know that sometimes we got to still treat people right, even though they rejected us. And we know they rejected us. We know that that's what they did. We know we, we, we not, we not crazy. We're not ignorant. We know that's what's going on, but we still handle them with kindness because the bigger picture and the bigger thing is the plan of God. Number seven, and I leave you with this encouragement. Better things are ahead of you. For you and your family, you and your ministry, you and whatever God has called you to do. You got to realize your best days are ahead of you and not behind. 
I close with this story. There was a guy years ago by the name of George. George could not read. George could not write. Couldn't do it. Couldn't read. Couldn't write. And he worked in a sweatshop. And the boss said to him one day, George, I'm expecting a important phone call. It's so important that it will affect my business in the future. And I need you to make sure you take the phone call and take the message and get it to me. Well, boss left. Phone call came in. George answered the phone. They gave him the information. And he went back to work. Boss came in. George didn't think about the phone call anymore. A couple of days later, the boss confronted George and said, George, I, I, I asked you to answer the phone for me the other day. I had an important phone call that was coming in that was going to affect my business. And they say they called and talked to you and you never gave me uh, the, the message. And George said, I'm sorry. He said, I like you. You're a great employee. You got a great spirit. I, I love the way you do stuff. But that phone call was so important to me and to this business that I've got to let you go. And he fired George. Several years later, there's this big thing with the news media, cameras and trucks. Standing before the camera is George. And the reporter said to George, we heard that you can't read or write, but you have accumulated wealth and you have become a millionaire. How did you do it without being able to read and write? And what would you say? Where would you be? If you could read and write. And George started laughing <laughs> and the reporter sort of felt, what are you what are you laughing about? What's and he was just uh, he was just laughing. He was, it was funny to him. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm asking the question, where would you be if you can read and write? And George's response to him was, if I could read and write, I'll be working in a sweatshop. But because I couldn't read and write, <laughs> because I couldn't read and write, he said, here I am today. Some of you take this word tonight. Let it marinate. Let it get in your spirit. Rejection could be the best thing that happened to us. I know it didn't feel good. Don't feel good. And some, some of you are still in that place now. Don't feel good. Don't let your blood pressure go up. Don't let it bother you. It could be the best thing that ever happened to you. God could be freeing you up to do something that he's called you to do and not something that, you know, you just want to do. We got to trust God and know that God has greater things in store for us and the stuff that we think 
is greater. May not be as great as God's purpose and plan for our lives. God's got so much that he wants to do with us. That's why he made all of us different. He don't want all of us doing the same thing. God's got a whole lot of stuff he wants us to do, and we can do better. But don't let rejection paralyze you. Don't let rejection get you bitter. Don't let rejection cause you to get an attitude with people. Just keep your eyes on him and say, God has greater things in store for me. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for those that are watching tonight. I thank you for those that will watch. I pray tonight, God, that you would encourage someone that has felt rejected, someone that may be feeling rejection, someone that may be the orchestrator of the rejection. <laughs> but I pray tonight, God, that you would touch us and cause us to know that sometimes rejection is the best thing that could happen to us. It frees us up to do your purpose and your will. It opens us up for the greater things of God and for greater things that are in store for us. God, help us not to be bitter. Help us not to have an attitude. Help us not, God, to become to that place where we will become non-functional. Help us to do those things that we know to do. God, and you've called us. You birth things in us. God, it's time now for the manifestation of it. And we thank you that it's being done even now. God, there's somebody that's listening at me. God, you're getting ready to show yourself strong and they're getting ready to walk in their purpose. They're getting ready to walk in the place that they've never walked in before. And they're going to know, God, that you've done it. And we thank you for the open door. We thank you, oh, for things working together for our good. Uh, because we love you. Because we are the called according to your purpose. Not our purpose, but your purpose. God, open to us the doors that you won't open. Oh, God, place us in the places that are the place that we can say, I'm in the place of God like Joseph did. You bless us and we'll give you glory. You bless us and we'll give you praise. We'll thank you because we recognize, God, that it is in your purpose and in your plans. And we say yes to you and yes to your way. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you tonight. I want you to uh, be encouraged. I want you to hang on in there. I want you to keep on going. Uh, this thing is so big. Um, you know, it, it, this, this thing is so big. Not one platform you can be on can stop God from taking you where he wants to take you. And then we really should be concerned about reaching the people God wants us to reach and not just reaching anybody. And when God connects you with the right people, do it. And I always encourage people, you don't, you don't have to leave where you are. You don't have to be like, well, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave and go over here. You ain't got to do that. God is so big. He can use you where you are and still have his hands on you. And you, you don't have to do all that. God's, God's got big plans for us. And I want to be in his purpose and in his plans. The Lord bless you tonight. The Lord, thank you for joining me. I pray and trust it was a blessing. Somebody, please do me a favor before you go. 
like it, share it with somebody, please do that. Please like it. Please share it. Please share it. God bless you. <laughs> Jones, God bless you. Please like it. Please share it. Share it tonight. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody is on the brink of giving up. And because they felt I've been rejected so many times and I just don't know what I can do. Do what he calls you to do. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't let it. And, and let me make this last comment. Don't let social media break your spirit. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't let social media break your spirit. What do you mean by that, Pastor Martin? I'm going to do I'm going to do. I'm going to do a podcast on this and a live, but I just want to drop this. Don't let social media break your spirit. Stop getting discouraged because you don't have a lot of likes or people not following you like you think. What does that have to do with your ministry? What does that have to do with the work of God in your life? What does that have to do with your anointing? We, we are worrying about the wrong things. And we need to concentrate on ministering to people and doing that. I'll never forget a choir was here one time and they were in a, uh, a contest and they asked me to come and pray. And I went down and prayed at the hotel. And my prayer was, Lord, if they don't win, let them minister to people. They didn't win. They came in second. But those young people were so excited because when they ministered in song, People got a breakthrough. What does likes have to do with 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 all this? Why? What what's my I'm I'm trending. I got who cares? At the end of the day, if you can reach one person, not a thousand, if you can reach one, two, if you can minister to someone, you don't it don't take a thousand people to pull somebody off a bridge that's about to commit suicide. Thank God for that one person that talked them down. We need to get back to that that is important and stop worrying about these other stuff. I'm getting ready to get out of here. I pray you have a blessed week. Thank you again for joining. Thank you again for being a part. The Lord bless you and keep this in mind that your best days, even after rejection, are ahead of you and not behind. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the cash app, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.